0: Expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT.
1: Good afternoon. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up two points this morning from yesterday's close at 16,821 on turnover of 3 billion NT. The market extended momentum from a session earlier on Tuesday, but the upturn was capped as large-cap tech stocks gave up early gains as technical resistance emerged ahead of the 16,900-point mark. Market watchers say sentiment remains dictated by how and when the U.S. Federal Reserve will start to scale down its asset purchase program. While investors are also waiting for the results of the upcoming annual symposium for global central bankers, which is scheduled to take place in the U.S. state of Wyoming on Thursday. Reports are saying Pfizer-BioNTech coronavirus vaccines will begin being delivered to Taiwan by the end of this month at the earliest. According to reports, an estimated 1.5 to 2 million doses of the vaccine purchased by Hai Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, and the Tsiti Foundation will arrive in the batch. However, Health Minister Chen Shih-chung says his office has yet to receive an application for the importation of the vaccine doses. Hai, Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, and the Tsichi Foundation purchased a combined total of 15 million doses of the vaccine directly from the German manufacturer. The Customs Administration says it is now manually examining all imported goods sent from Vietnam to Taiwan by air cargo. The move is part of ongoing efforts to prevent the spread of the African swine fever in Taiwan. According to the Customs Administration, the new policy means all goods at customs clearance will be examined by X-ray scanners, while some will be randomly selected for manual checks. Logistics companies that organize shipments from Vietnam to Taiwan will no longer be able to bulk-clear consignments of goods. The manual examinations of the air cargo shipments comes after authorities earlier this week discovered meat products suspected of having been smuggled into Taiwan from Vietnam. In international news, Airbnb has pledged to provide free housing for 20,000 Afghan refugees. CEO Brian Chesky says the program will begin immediately. Silicon Valley correspondent Rachel Silverman has this report from San Francisco.
0: Calling the displacement and resettlement of Afghan refugees one of the biggest humanitarian crises of our time, the Airbnb CEO says the company feels a responsibility to step up. The refugees will be housed in properties listed on Airbnb's platform. CEO Brian Chesky did not specify exactly how much the company plans to spend on the commitment or how long the refugees will be housed for. Nearly 60,000 people have been evacuated in recent days and thousands are still trying to escape. Rachel Silverman, San Francisco. <sighs>
1: And police in Colombia say a student leader who lost an eye in clashes with police in 2018 and also participated in anti-government protests that swept the country last April and May has been slain. Esteban Mosquera was an advocate of free tuition for university students and also campaigned in his hometown of Popayan for a basic income plan for Colombia's poorest residents. Witnesses say men on motorcycles shot him as he walked home on Monday. The inter american Commission on Human Rights is urging Colombia's government to promptly investigate the killing, while President Ivan Duke offered a $13,000 reward Tuesday for information leading to Muscaris killers. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun.